Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports. And joining me today is Paige Demakos, digital media host for TD Fantasy and the Draft Network. Paige, super excited to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm happy to, happy to be back. We've had some really good uh, podcasts that you should definitely check out. And then I'm excited to get into this topic today. So this is part three of our three-part podcast series. In part one, we talked about the sports media and content landscape. In part two, we talked about your success mindset for succeeding in sports. And on the heels of that one, today's topic is going to be mentorship in sports. So we previously talked about how you're the average of the five people that you spend the most amount of time with. And with this in mind, if you want to succeed in sports, you're going to have to find someone who can share some insight and knowledge with you to help you along on your journey. And there's a great quote. It says, if you want to win a Grammy, find someone who's won a Grammy. And the same sort of mindset needs to happen for success in anything, but specifically in sports. So I want to hear what has your journey been like from the beginning until now in finding a mentor or mentors? Yeah, I've had many mentors, uh, so I, I find that it's my obligation to give back to other people. Um, and I think, especially for me, my passion is to try and find young women. And, and I have young male mentors that I, I work with uh, plenty. Of, most of my mentors are male. Let me just say that right now because I work in sports. Um, and that's why, for me, it's my passion to try and find young women who wanted to get into sports because I never was able to connect with an older woman until later on. Um, Sarah Spain specifically is a person who I, who I love and adore and, and really has helped me, um, with feedback and just how to navigate the sports landscape. And, and I look up to a lot from a female mentorship standpoint. So that for me is, is kind of my passion in, in this topic specifically. But for me, I've had, uh, <laughs> Richard signs. He's, he is a Fox, yeah, for Fox sports here in Phoenix, Arizona was a internship that I took. We talk about positive mindset. He's just like us. And that's why he and I, he's actually a Steeler, big Steelers fan yes, too. I love this uh, guy. He's, he is the ultimate positive person. And he, he told me something that has always stuck with me, make your own luck. Um, and he, he has, he was always winning like fantasy football, like little stuff, right? Like contests and this like thing. And he, he always told me that he attracted that luck. Like he attracts that luck with the positive mindset that he had. And that has always stuck with me. And I have to say, I've, I have this weird luck, right? Where I'm, I have won like tickets and they, like little contests. I won a free trip to Europe. Like I, I, I swear I attract this luck by the, by the positive mindset that I have. And I learned that from Richard and he's phenomenal at what he does on TV. And he's also just a great person. So he's, he's one of my, one of my best mentors. I wanted to make sure to, to give him a shout out. And I've had, I've had plenty, like I've had probably, whether it's helping me or leading me or guiding me through a situation, I've had probably 10 or 15 different people that have helped me throughout my career and have gotten me to where I am, whether that was in Nebraska or Chicago or Scottsdale um, or throughout my internships in school. I've had so many people help me and I wouldn't be where I am without those people that helped me. So I think it's important to remember that usually if you are successful, you've had people along the way who've helped you get there. And it's important to, to give that back as you continue to succeed. So I want to break this down on a very micro level so that there can be some very good action items associated with this. So let's use, for example, Sarah Spain. Yes. And can you take us 
into from zero until the relationship, how did it start all the way from first contact? Like how would someone find the, the page or the Sarah Spain of the world? So take us through your process with that. Twitter, the ultimate unifier. Uh, I have made and connected with so many of my quote unquote heroes on social media. Uh, and Twitter is a great, a great way to connect with people. And it's a great way to get, uh, get in contact with anyone, right? Because that's, for me, I, I am always willing to give my time to positive people. And Sarah's kind of got that same mindset. So that's where Sarah and I connected. And then I just shot her a DM and said, Hey, you know, I really like your work. I can't remember exactly what I said, but something along the lines of like, Hey, you're a Chicagoan. I'm a Chicagoan. We both love sports. Like I would super look up to you. I would love any advice you have. And then we ended up connecting at a Gatorade event that she was there. And I think of the four hours that the event, we probably talked three and a half. And the other half hour was like the actual, we had to sit down and be at the table. And for me, that was, she didn't need to give me that time, right? Like she didn't need to sit there and talk to me and answer my questions and, and all this stuff, right? And it's developed into what I would consider a friendship. I mean, we now I've seen her at a bunch of different Gatorade events. I've been able to talk to her. She's one of the people I look up to on social media. She stands for the right things. Um, her more than mean campaign was one of the best things that I've ever seen because she brought light to what it's like to be a female, not only in sports, but on social media in general. Um, and, and for me, that's, that was how it started. It started with a cold message on social media, but using a commonality. And I think that's, that is what has always served me well is whether it's a cold email or an intro or a business decision or something, it's trying to find common ground with the person you're trying to connect with. I think that that's, that is the best, that is, that is some good advice for whether you're trying to connect with somebody on LinkedIn or Twitter, or you're trying to reach out to somebody about their business. If you can find some common ground, where you went to school, you guys all what you were in the SEC, or you are from Chicago, or you went to school in Nebraska. Like I'm always trying to find that that little bit of commonality because there's this instantaneous kind of like trust factor when you find out that that people have a common ground. For me, it's usually I'm Greek. So anybody who's Greek, like right away we just we vibe, right? Because we get each other. We're Greek and our families are a lot alike. And so I think for that was what happened, and that was why probably reaching out to Sarah was successful. And also, by the way, I was nice. It doesn't hurt to be nice, people. Sometimes, like, there are so many people are super negative on Twitter uh, specifically. So I think maybe me just reaching out and just being nice is probably such a breath of fresh air that that's probably why she reached back out to me. I second the commonality part and starting with that because that way you're not starting with an ask. You're starting with something, boom, let's level the playing field. And to add some things on this, one – uh, think of it as building a relationship. So if you hit up someone once and they don't respond, don't think that that is the end of it. Yeah. Keep engaging with what they're doing. Uh, another tip that I use, whether it's mentorship or sales, send a video. Why would you send a video? Because guess who doesn't send a video? Everybody else. So I almost exclusively do it now. If, if I'm trying to build a relationship with someone uh, on Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn or email, I'm sending a personal video because the closer you are to the relationship, the better. So now you're just not uh, an avatar. Now you're someone they can see you and they can hear you and they can feel you. And now you're a real person. So the next thing that I want to talk about is let's dig into what mentorship looks like. So now that 
we've got Sarah Spain or Richard or whoever. And it's like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. Where you actually feel a twinge of nervousness because you can't believe that you're talking with this person. That's a good thing. You should be seeking that feeling out because that's what leveling up is where you're like, man, I can't believe this. Like the number of times from a mentorship standpoint where I'm like, this is just incredible. I feel so happy just to be talking to someone. And quite frankly, I use my podcast as an element of this, that when I hit up people to come onto my podcast, little do they know how excited I am to talk to them because the, uh, the information that they're going to give me and the audience is just, it excites me. And I'm so thankful for everything that they do. But Let's get specific in terms of, sure, we can ask questions, but I think specificity is an important thing because you, one, you have to be cognizant of their time. Super valuable. You don't want to just be like, oh, how do I make it in sports? That's yeah, an open-ended. I, I, get that, I get that way too much. I get that way too much. So we want specifics. So if you're like, hey, Paige, I'm looking for a mentor. Can you give me one tip on how I can find a mentor in sports? Boom. Now the person has a way to be able to respond to you. So through your journey, what are some specifics that you've been looking for? Maybe not necessarily questions, but when, when building a mentor, there's questions, there's longer conversations, there's things that you want to know about. So take us into that process for you of mentorship and building that up. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll use Richard as an example here because I was working with him, right, as, a, as an intern. So the first part of, and I think that this is probably the easiest direction to go, is if you have the ability to take an internship while you're in school, you have to do it, like period, end of sentence, very important. And while you're there, try and seek out somebody that you're going to be spending time with because there's going to be natural opportunities to have conversations that are going to lead to a relationship and a mentorship down the road. Um, and that's what I did with Richard. I saw, I worked in a department, right? I was working in a big sports department. So I quickly, I quickly learned that none of the other people that I was working with were the type of people from a mindset standpoint that I wanted to learn from. I, I, I sought out Richard because I saw within him that he was a positive person. So I, I gravitated to him as a mentor. And so that's kind of how it started. I, and then I asked to do more. I was, can I come with you on a ride? Can I, can I, can I have extra hours? Can I do more interviews? Can you look at my, can you look at my tape? Can you help me with my standup? Can you help me? Because at the end of the day, a mentor should be somebody you look up to. You want to be like that person. So I wanted more than anything, him to look at what I was doing and to learn from him. And so that was my, that was kind of the first part of our journey as a mentor was him, him telling me and me asking constantly, like, even if he said, Hey, I can't do it Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday doesn't work. How about Wednesday? Okay. Can we do, can I take you out for coffee? Can I do this? I was always, I was always on top of it because people are busy, right? I have a busy schedule. I know you have a busy schedule, but I will always make time. And if I don't respond the first time, it's not, like a negative thing. It's probably just because I forgot, right? I, I, and I forget a lot sometimes because I'm because I have a busy schedule. So just hit me up on Twitter. Keep hitting people up on Instagram. Hit people up. Look, go through LinkedIn. Try and find their email. Just don't don't give up because you didn't hear back right away. And and to your point, specificity helps. Can you look? I, I've that's where I Richard is a great example. And then two of my professors that I really really valued their opinion. That worked for me. I'm going to send you an email when I was first right out of school, send an email, 
asking them to review something very specific. Hey, Rick, I know you're really busy. I know it's the beginning of the semester, but I would really value your opinion on this specific podcast that I did. Any feedback is super, super appreciated. Thank you so much, Paige. That, he, he and I have developed our, now I'm five and a half years out of school and we still talk all the time and I still spend, send him podcasts all the time for him to give me feedback because he's a phenomenal radio host. And for him, he always told me, he goes, listen, you made it easy on me. You sent me a link. You told me exactly what you wanted me to do. I didn't have to go searching for it and say, hey, can you just check out what I'm doing? Thanks, Paige. Because you, then you're asking somebody who's busy to spend time looking for your stuff, trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what you want back. So specificity to what you said is super important because you have to understand that everybody's busy and, and at the end of the day, I can't help everybody. So I'm going to try and help the people that, that make it easy on me and, and I'm going to make it easy for them. I think one key word is vulnerability. So with mentorship, no, I think great word. you want you want growth and with growth comes discomfort and uncertainty. And you're trying to say, how do I dot, dot, dot. And you've got to put yourself in a place of discomfort and sharing things you may not want to, especially with someone of a stature who's above you that you're trying to emulate and be like. So a great example specifically in the world of sports would be, Let's say you've got an internship or you're post-college and you don't have a job. And I know a lot of people are probably going to go through the, I don't have a job thing, but it's a simple example of, man, I'm feeling isolated and lonely right now because I know that my talent is at this level, but the opportunities that I'm seeing are at this level and, and really allowing yourself to open up because guess what? There's an element of relatability because I want to know from Richard or from Sarah, hey, Sarah, what did you do on your grind for three years before this? And allowing them to share that experience because it's really the hard times that I believe are what, where mentorship can really help you out because that's when you're more likely to be, be vulnerable in your dreams and you're looking for, for outs and you don't have the answers and that's why mentors are there to tell you like, hey, man, I'm, I'm dealing with a, uh, a boss with a negative mindset. What would you do? Or someone's blocking my advancement because of insert whatever. Open yourself up and really see if they can answer the thing that you really, really, really want to know. And don't worry that they're this awesome person who you look up to. Just take it on face value because they're one, really going to be able to help you. And two, they're going to say, I appreciate you sharing this with me. For sure. And I think the, the best example I can give of that is, listen, many times I throughout my college career would share a standup or a video package or a podcast or whatever. And the feedback that I get that I got back was critical. And it was to make me get better at what I was doing. So if you're going to take that personally, if you're going to take it as, man, I suck and I can't do this and I can't get better, then that's, then, then that's, that's a mindset thing for you. Because if, if you tell me, if you send me a video, I'm telling you right now, if you send me a video and you ask me to give you feedback, I'm going to give you criticism if it's the if it's needed and i'm going to tell you this is what i would do differently this is how i would make it better this is how and you can't take it personally because at the end of the day i'm just trying to make you better and in those situ situations when i was in college i always told my professors i go 
B, I, I go, I don't want you to be critical. I want you to be overly critical. I want you to nitpick. I want you to make me the best version of myself that I could possibly, possibly be. Because if you're going to spend that time, I want you to, to, to really give it your best eye. And they would say, are you sure? Sometimes students tend to get a little, I'm like, no, I will not take it personally. I just want to get better. And I think if more people had that attitude, you would realize they're not trying to be mean. They're just trying to make you better. And I'm, I live by that because it helped me so much by looking at myself and going, man, I've watched this so many times and I thought I did it so well. And then I read what they said and I looked at it and I go, yeah, I probably could have said this differently. I could have written that differently, or I could have done this better. And I, and I think that's super important for growth and, and, and having positivity and success as you continue to, to move along in your career. And oh, by the way, if you want to be a sports creator, get used to doing that immediately. 100%. This is something that I learned uh, when I was taking classes at Second City. It was specifically writing for The Onion. And we were learning how to write in a writer's room where, boom, here's a page of 10 jokes, and we're going to read them in front of every single person there. And it's been a great thing because through my years of building Bacon Sports as the editor-in-chief, I can diagnose things, and I just cut right to the point. I'm like, listen, guys, our culture is not about feelings when it comes to the end product. The culture is, I'm going to show you guys what you need to improve, and we're going to be super candid about this because – it is not about, oh, my God, I don't like you. This is what you can do to improve. So like you, I seek that. I thrive on that. And quite frankly, I want people to say, Rob, you could be doing this better because thank you very much because that's how <laughs> growth happens. It's, it's amazing. Uh, one other thing I want to add to what you were talking about with mentorship. Here's a crazy thing. There's a way you can add value to your mentor. The, the relationship you know, often as a parent and child However, a good way to think about it, and you said that, ask to do more, you can start doing things that are going to be a positive asset to them. And it may not just be, you could say, hey, what can I do to help more? And that's kind of general, but oftentimes going above and beyond to demonstrate value to them. Because when you demonstrate value, all of a sudden, this little gleam in their eye goes, wait a second, this page has some potential because she's doing uncommon things to try and succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I, I would not be where I am from a success standpoint if I hadn't taken criticism and advice from other people. And you have to be able, if you are, if you are truly wanting to be successful, and I say truly because there are people that say they want to be successful but don't walk what they are talking. And if you actually want to be successful, you're going to have to learn to take criticism from people who you aspire to be like. And they will give you words of wisdom. They will tell you criticisms. They're going to tell you things, tough situations that you're going to have to go through. And you're going to have to keep going. And you're going to have to persevere. And those, if, if you can't do that, you're not going to be as successful as you want to be. And it's you have to learn how to do that. And you have to learn how to take it in stride. And it's okay for you. I'm not perfect. Rob's not perfect. Nobody out there is perfect. You should, you should truly believe, and I do believe this, that there is never a time where I'm a finished product. I can constantly, constantly be getting better in every aspect of my life. You can continue to learn, get better, and be better in every situation. There's never a time where I'm going to reach a top, uh, the top and go, yep, I'm done. Don't have anywhere else to go. Don't have anything else to learn. And if you, if you adopt that mindset, you will, you will quickly be able to, to keep on going and keep learning and keep growing. And it's a very humble mindset. 
that comes associated with this. So two last things for mentorship that if you are listening to this, you can do 100% free that I have done for the last six years of my life. And you know what that is? Reading books and listening to podcasts. And just this year, I signed up for a library card for the Chicago Public Library because guess what they have now? Digital books. I don't have to go to the library anymore to read for free. So now there's a plethora of books that I can learn from. And while I've worked on my in-person and virtual mentorships, I've taken a love of reading. I start my day every day for the last six years by reading for 40 minutes. So I've read hundreds of books. You're like, well, why in that? Why does that matter? Because the books have been my mentors. Like you said in the previous podcast, I'm seeking out success. So what I did is I said, all right, I know this journey of working in sports is going to be uphill and it's going to be difficult. So what I need to do is I need to audit the most successful people in the world and reverse engineer their success. It only took maybe a hundred times of seeing the average CEO read 60 books a year before I was like, huh, maybe <laughs> I should get a reading routine to be more successful. Yep. And then once you get that going, you're like, I literally feel like Neo in the matrix. I can't get enough. I'm like, oh my God, I can learn judo. So now I'm like, I'm learning about listening, creativity, leadership, management, mindset, just like a million different things. And then the next thing is podcasts. Be very specific about the information you input into your brain. So one of the biggest challenges of social media is you think you curate the content, but you don't. Because the amount of information that is flooded on you is going to have an impact on what you think about. Just like you said, with you're the average of the five people you spend the most amount of time with. Well, imagine all the inputs of all you heard was news, negativity, all of this stuff. Well, instead, replace that with podcasts of people you aspire to be like. They're going to get you positive mindset and thinking about growth and thinking about success and doing things to attribute to your success. So if you do those things, I guarantee you it will help you in the long run with your success and mentorship. Do you agree? Yeah, it's uh, 100%. I think you brought up a really good point that it was something that we brought up in the last podcast. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, but you're also an average of what you consume. And if you're continuing to consume negativity all of the time, it's going to be very hard to have a positive mindset. That's the reason I do not watch the news at all. No, zero news, zero news. You want to know why? Because it's meant to scare you. Literally, it is meant to scare you. I know what's going on in this country. I read up on everything that's going on in this country, but I do it. I seek it out of my own way. I read a lot of NPR. I listen to a lot of NPR podcasts. I read, I told you I take Axios News in the morning. So I know what's going on in the country. I'm not, I'm just not watching CNN or Fox News yell at me and tell me about 17 different ways that I'm going to die in the next two weeks because there's so many crazy things going on in the world. Don't let things scare you and be very, very mindful about the things that you consume. There is so, there's literally great podcasts about any topic that you could ever think about happening in the world doesn't matter what it is you can find a great podcast and i would suggest starting with one really great one and and get addicted to it start if you can't find one hit me up on twitter hit rob up i got plenty that i listen to and love and i'm addicted to that will totally change your life and i guarantee you will love them all right i'm going to give a few of them out right now that can help people if they want to be super super high achievers 
So one, uh, Andy Frisella's MF CEO podcast. Uh, another one is Ed Milet's show, uh, Max Out. Those two people have been the most instrumental people in my life over the last 12 months. I actually joined a group, actually they call a movement called Arate, that they put on together and it has transformed my mindset. So if you listen to those two podcasts, if you're new in social media, listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. I listened to Gary V when I started my entrepreneurial journey. And I love Gary V, but I've sort of moved on from consuming his content on a daily basis because I've moved to other things. But Gary V and his books have been foundational to my success in social media marketing, content creation, positivity, thinking. Gary V's mindset that he will give you is absolutely fantastic. Check out Tim Ferriss' podcast. His stuff is next level. If you want to learn how to turn yourself into a high-performance machine, that is awesome. And then the last one for creative people, uh, the moment with Brian Koppelman. Uh, he was the guy who wrote Rounders and writes Billions. So this dude, from a creative standpoint, he's one of the best Twitter follows possible. The last, yeah, the last thing that I would add is um, I'm going to add a, a person that you should follow. And he's written a couple of books and he's phenomenal. His name's Jeremy Darlow. Uh, Jeremy, oh, yeah. Jeremy is exceptional. Jeremy is a, what I would consider almost a mentor, but more a friend. Uh, athletes are brands too. Exceptional book. If you are looking to market yourself, look at yourself as that athlete and then understand what it means to create a brand. Jeremy is ahead of his time. He's been writing this stuff for six years. He totally understands branding, marketing specifically in the sports space. And it goes across the board. If you're trying to create your own brand, Jeremy is a must follow. And you should definitely read his book, Athletes Are Brands Too. So Paige, where can people connect with you? You guys can follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at the underscore sports page with an I. Um, you can read and see all my content on the Draft Network and TD Fantasy. You can read, uh, listen to my podcast there. Um, and if you want to find me on Facebook and uh, hit me up about being your mentor, uh, you can find me, Paige Tomacos. So here is the action item for this. If you listen to this podcast and you aspire to be successful, you're looking for mentorship, you want to work in sports, Here's what you need to do. You need to send Paige and myself a tweet. And we want you to take action and then see what happens. See if we respond. And even if you don't want to hit up Paige or I, go and hit up one person. All you have to do is take action. What's the simplest way to take action? Take one step. You can go and create a list of mentors that you would love to have part of your life and then go and hit them up. But I really want you to hit up Paige and I because we really want to help you on your journey. You can hit me up on Instagram at Rob underscore Cressy, Twitter at Rob Cressy, or on LinkedIn. That's it. That's I want to let you know about my latest project, which I'm super excited about. It's called Launching Podcasts, and it's a step-by-step -step video course to help you easily launch a podcast. I created it because so often I heard from people and brands that they wanted to create a podcast but didn't know where to start. By following my process, you'll save a ton of time, it's easy to execute, and it'll increase the quality. Head over to launchingpodcast.com and get $50 off by using promo code HUDDLE at checkout. That's launchingpodcast.com, promo code HUDDLE.